Hi, I'm Dan Primack, host of Axios Recap, and welcome to another Axios Election 2020 special podcast. And I am pleased to be joined by Axios co-founders Jim Vandehei and Mike Allen to give us some intel on what the campaigns are telling them. Mike, let's start with you. What is the most interesting thing you have heard from somebody tonight tied into one of the two campaigns? Excruciating is the word that you hear from Democrats. We had said there was no landslide. We had said that this was going to take a while. All those things are turning out to be true. Democrats, when they see Florida going to Trump, when they see so many states super close, closer than they expected, really worried. So, okay, so then, Jim, let me ask the flip of that. If Democrats, if the word is excruciating, is it elation for Republicans or cautious optimism? I don't even know if it's cautious optimism. I don't think they look at the map right now and feel like they have a great chance of winning. I think they look at Florida and they feel really good, but they felt really good in the final days leading up to the election and Democrats felt nervous, but they definitely feel like their turnout operation worked, that people did break their way at the end. They feel good about the turnout and the vote in some of these areas with the Hispanic vote in particular. People weren't paying that much attention to it, but they're confident that he's going to overperform 26 So given all the headwinds, they feel a hell of a lot better right now than they felt probably at any point in the last couple months. I want to ask, particularly the Hispanic vote in Florida, although we don't really have the kind of the breakdown of how much is that Cuban compared to others. There's been this narrative, and we've written it in others, that long term that Republicans have a demographic problem in the U.S. Is what we've seen so far tonight beginning to possibly challenge that assumption? No, still very true. But what we're seeing is that Joe Biden has disappointed with minorities now in Texas along the border, in Florida, and with North Carolina, with African Americans. So it's a weakness that people saw. We've written it, we've covered it, uh, but it's real for Joe Biden. For either campaign, as they continue to look at what's left on the map, or maybe even things that are still coming in, what's the big thing they're looking at? I don't mean a state in particular, but maybe something within those numbers. At the minute, Republicans are having something that they really did not expect, is they're having a chance to enjoy it. Just as the Biden campaign is sweating it, Republicans are starting to believe some of the more optimistic projections. They know it's probably short-lived, but they're milking it. Guys, every election is obviously unique, but what are some of the maybe not quite so obvious ways that 2020 is different from some of the past races you've covered? To me, the biggest thing is like the the amount of emotionalism out there. There's still a worry and then possibly the reality that you could have a sitting president declare a premature victory. There's still a worry that there could be a court fights. There's still a worry that if it's too close to call, that there could be massive protests. We haven't really had that in the past. And I think that's what made is made this election different. And by the way, the fact that it's happening in the middle of the coronavirus, when the economy uh, has been sort of a wreck for, for most Americans, that that in and of itself uh, makes it unique. Uh, Two things are different about this one election. Dan, before we started rolling, you were talking about deja vu. People don't believe the data in front of their eyes because they lived through 2016. Second, you have the essential context of this split country, the multiple crises besetting the country that's the backdrop for this. It's essential context and gives the numbers a totally different life and significance. Final question for each of you, Jim, I'll start with you. Do you feel you are any closer right now to knowing who the next president is going to be than you were three hours ago? 
Not at all. And it is like the thing that gives, I, I think, Republicans hope is that things are a lot closer than anyone thought. I think a lot of the polls at the end look terrible for Republicans. And in fact, some of the more optimistic polls seem more accurate uh, than not right now. Mike, same question to you. Or do you concur with Jim? Do, do you feel you've got any more clarity right now than you did earlier in the evening? No, we don't. And Dan, we knew that this was going to be election day, couple days weeks. We knew that we weren't going to be able to project things before we went to bed. And now we're shocked. We're a couple hours in and we're already antsy. It's human nature. Mike Allen, Jim Vandehei, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us on the Pop-Up Pod. Big thanks for listening. We'll be back in a few hours with another Axios election podcast. In the meantime, please continue to keep checking Axios.com or the Axios mobile app for the latest news.